0: we have returned I say like we're coming back from a break and technically it was it was a week-long break today is July 31st 2022 and you are are loved that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games if this is your first time joining us you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the vods of each of the games that we have played up until this point or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker and speaking of things that are being made available for free if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can check up on our after show called knights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community. Yeah.
1: We have no closed captioning.
0: We have no closed captioning. That's not... Oh, why is it only on not the me that is the closed of the captions? Hold up. Hold on. hey Well, we did get Lowry. Lowry's closed captioning for some go. reason. <laughs> that should... There we go. I just forgot to unmute myself in the CC. It was still picking up just not for my dumbass. So... What's more Bill with feeling. hello, everybody, and welcome to the Newest Wild. Beyond the wishlight today is July 31st, 2022, and you are loved. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to Indoor Adventure on YouTube, or go anywhere. Audiocasts are being made available for free. We do shows like this three times a week, Monday, Thursday, and Sunday, here at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hey, do you like the show? We got a Patreon set up. You can go to patreon.com slash indooradventures, so you can check out after show called...
2: Let's be in the courtyard!
0: Where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from you guys. There, we caught up. So it's like the fast forward. You hit play on the button. My energy's a little wild today. I had too much coffee. But we are here. We're living it. We're having a great time. We always have a great time, especially in that after show, which you can, again, go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures to check out the link. It can be found in the description uh, or a uh, chat of this video off to the side. But let's say you already support us on Patreon. You already support us for YouTube and Twitch and all of those other pla- wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Well, guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and we also have face masks with the symbol of tiamat upon them designed by our very own cyberwolf 1201 where all of the proceeds of those face masks and at this point all of our merch is currently going to help support doctors without borders so if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly go to indoor adventure or yeah Support a good cause, or possibly help support the show. You can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. I apologize if you see me sweating profusely or my words escape me. I'm in the middle of a heat wave and it sucks balls. But that's it for my opening spiel. So hey, RJ, who are you playing tonight?
3: It's only a heat wave because you're here, baby. Hey, 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 hi everybody. I'm RJ, and, you can... Ooh, and I'm playing Vice, the uh, Tiefling Rogue Warlock. You
1: both go by Ugh, him. Dad, stop flirting. No. Hey, everybody. No. I'm Sarah. I'll be playing Lowry Moon, our Hexblood's Sport druid.
4: I go next, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. I am Media Flare, and I'll be playing Balhadur of Morthak, parent of 15, grandparent
5: of 30.
6: Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. Uh, She, her, I'm going to be playing as Clout, the Tiefling, Bard, he, him.
0: And I am the Endor Adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, our group finally managed to leave hither, and then go to thither, and then leave thither, and finally made your way into yon. and on the way into yawn, Knowing that it was going to be a misty, lengthy journey, you decided that you were going to put a rope onto each of each other to then make sure that you did not get lost, nobody got stolen throughout the mist, and you were going to be led through to Yon by your wonderful, handsome glorious unicorn friend uh who then of course got immediately kidnapped as soon as you lost direct eye contact with them turning instead into what looked like a large push cart that played out a little scenario with puppets of the four of you all marching behind what looked like uh the uh unicorn friend whose name was Elidon. I do believe there were two different, uh, yeah, there was Eladon and Lamorna, and you were following after Elodon. Uh, Showing Elodon just getting snatched up, replaced with this cart, you all saw it and thought, Ah, rats, it's all rainy, and our unicorn's gone after we just got uh, the ability to actually, like, capture, or not capture, but uh, the ability to follow and partake in this adventure with them. Uh, I even assigned you one of their stat blocks to lure you all into a false sense of security, only to rip that unicorn away uh, with this instead cart that looks like it just fell across. Rain uh, rain was coming down, lightning streaks through the sky, and as you were all finding a nice spot to kind of get out of the coming rains, that is when you ended up meeting a shadowless elf by the name of gleam as well as amador the dandelion and their betrothed pollinella the honeybee it was at that point after hearing amador uh speak and after hearing gleam or listening to gleam that you all encountered a cyclops beekeeper who was looking for the missing queen bee if only to continue making a delicious mead uh, to involve himself in this fantasy sense of capitalism. It was at that point that you beat the piss out of that Cyclops, but you didn't kill him. Instead, you brought him back up at 1hp and taught this Cyclops what it means to love. And at that point, uh, the Cyclops, being very thankful that you would uh, inform them what love was, Uh, has offered to instead take you to his humble abode uh, to get out of this rain and offer you a place to sleep uh, for the coming evening. As well as in his hopes that if Paulinella comes back, she won't necessarily stay there. He doesn't believe in stopping true love now that he knows what it is. But instead to kind of have Paulinella inform the next bee in line, these are your queenly duties. So that way there's no like hiccup as far as you know what he is able to do and where we last left off was the cyclops leading you to this distinct area and as you arrive you can see that it is sort of this like oh, like, a half-broken tower. There's a tarp that's been put over it that has the water sort of sloughing off onto the side that then goes into a little rut and just shoots down into what looks like a precarious dip, uh, this sort of canyon that extends through the entirety of Yon. Uh, at this point, the doorway is more just, like, it looks like he kool-aid manned himself into the tower like there's no door there's just a large opening where a large creature such as a cyclops would or i guess he's not large he's considered huge uh was able to actually enter into it so he sort of like ushers you in and when you all arrive you can see that there are like base furnishings and when we say furnishings there's not like a set bed as much as there are, like, a bunch of uh, skins and furs that have sort of been, like, tucked into a corner. Um, and then uh, in his little backyard area, you can see that there are more tarps and more things that have been kind of set up to keep rain from landing on these beehives. So the bees can sort of be more active without having to worry about the water getting onto their wings and causing them to get all, you know, weighted because of it. So he's easiest doing a decent bit to keep his bees outside of the rain but again it does definitely seem like there is a lot of rain there's a lot of thunder and lightning that strikes every hour on the hour uh but the cyclops is at least amenable to your overall stay and amador uh sort of in like is like giving you the rundown of like as you can uh just as you can see the defenses were entirely lacking. Or I guess he had more of like a Jack Sparrow thing going on. Uh, Just as you can see, the defenses that they had here were entirely lacking the last time that I went here. Just a wide open, not even a door, not even a a worthy gate. But then again, no gate could ever be worthy enough to truly uh, keep me from my love, Polonella.
3: Quite, yes do realize that he is a beekeeper, correct? I don't think any defenses would have been needed. But, you know what? Good on you for not letting anything stop you and your love.
0: Nothing can come in the way
3: for distance of true love. Uh. You know what, buddy? I'll let you.
0: And the Cyclops, uh, whose Mud name lump. yes Mudlump, uh, Mudlump is going to go over to that pile of skins and furs and takes out four different skins or five rather, and then gives each of you one of these skins and makes sure to give one to Gleam as well. And you see that like when he does give Gleam, he like kind of gives like a once over, like tentatively gives Gleam. This, uh, the fur. And you can see that Gleam is almost used to this trepidation by this point in time.
5: Well, thank you so much for the gift. May I ask what it's for, though? i We're sleeping. It's <laughs> much appreciated.
3: Oh, where are my manners? Um... How many? Three, um... Who wants to talk with the Cyclops? Because I can only manage myself and two others. Or two others.
5: Uh, What do we have to talk about?
3: Well, for one, we are in their domicile, so being able to communicate with them, maybe have a little bit of dinner and a chat about love, that sort of thing. Yeah, I Ah. don't think I'm going to be
6: much help there.
5: Love, such a difficult thing to nail down. Eh. Miss Moon?
1: I guess, I can try my best.
3: Linking myself, Balhadur, Miss Moon, and the Cyclops with my psionic whispers
5: okay
2: uh hello is
5: this is this thing on i'm not entirely sure how this works
7: uh i i think it's on is on does that when we can talk to each other is that considered on
5: oh it's on now yep it
2: definitely
1: is
5: so
7: again i just wanted to say thank you for not killing me if i died i don't know who would look after my bees
0: and like he is like speaking in giant while he's like communicating mentally you don't think that he has the understanding of how this telepathy works that all he would need to do is like silently think it he's like actively expressing it
1: you're very welcome. Mm.
7: Um, may I offer you, uh, food or drink? Hospitality is important.
1: That would be great.
5: I hey, I cannot turn it down.
1: Um, is, is there any hunting we can do for you to supplement what you have?
3: Um, in the mountains. There
7: are
1: goats. live in the mountains.
7: And wolves, Wolves, wolves—that's meat. Sheep, you could find if you wanted.
5: Do the sheep belong to anyone, or are they wild? Um, ask
7: first.
5: If they say they
7: belong to someone, they are smart sheep. Leave the smart ones alone.
5: Understood. If they are smart, leave them alone. (laughs) We shouldn't
3: stray too far. I only have an effective range of one mile for this whole translation thing.
1: You could stay here.
3: True
7: if you True. go and hunt i can start prep a good chef knows that you add foods when it is ready and not all at once
3: i'll assist in chopping up some mise en place
0: and he uh says um if you find goats
7: there is a recipe I've been meaning to try.
5: Okay.
0: And That's you so see that he... the goat. And you see that he reaches into <coughs> his uh he reaches into like this kind of like makeshift kitchen area. Like it definitely looks like there is a spot for wood and other burnables. At this point you see that it's mostly like fur. And other, like, kind of organic things that he's using to fuel fire. Uh, but he takes out what looks like a... Do you remember being a kid and you had, like, one magazine and you didn't have any other magazines? So you just read the absolute bejesus out of that one front to back. Like, it is, like, that's the thing. It's that and it looks like a Underdark cooking magazine. And you see that there is a, uh, a Fomorian chef, uh, that looks like they're pulling, like, what looks like a large baked good out of an oven. And you can see that, like, Mudlump sort of, like, looks longingly at the Fomorian that's on the cover of his giant cooking magazine. And then, and, like, just sort of, like, then goes over, and he says, um... Chef Dubfergale says that you should start prepping the
7: vegetables first before you prep the meat. And then he like, right.
1: continues
0: flipping. Uh-huh.
1: That that's good advice.
0: <clears throat> and then you man. can see that like he's pulling things out to start making like a it's it looks like it he he has the Equipment and the gear set up to make like a very nice stew. Hmm.
1: All right, who wants to go hunting?
0: Oh,
5: I haven't gone on a hunt in a long time. I'd love to.
1: Clout, do you want to go hunting?
6: Uh, I probably should stay here. I uh, think I could help with meal prep, dishes. Okay. Whisper uh, you go with you go with Lowry and, uh, Balhador here and just let me know if anything happens to them
0: Nods in the affirmative
1: Uh, here take this as well and Lowry will toss a molar to Cloud
5: Great Oh, uh here, have one of my scales.
2: <laughs> no, no, no,
1: you don't have to do that. it. It's a thing that I can do. I can send a a, a message when we're within ten miles of, of that.
3: Ah, oh, uh God, I have magic. something for you too. Uh, Vice goes into his breast pocket, sticks his hand in there, comes back out, his middle fingers up.
2: Oh, thanks. <laughs> he just grabs it and ah! bends it backward. <laughs> oh God! No! 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 No!
7: You are giving gifts to people?
1: It's uh. not a gift. It's a communication
3: device.
5: And Ryan was just a misunderstanding.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm just a dick. Hmm.
1: But we'll bring you back a go. How's that sound?
5: He nods. Let off for the hunt!
6: Uh, if you guys need anything, just send Whisper back,
5: all right? Don't worry, Imkin. We'll make sure to keep them safe.
6: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I'll send a message first through the two.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah, Comes Mudlump then takes out, like, a giant-sized knife. Like, it looks like kitchen cutlery, and it looks like... All things considered, he may have ordered this through the magazine... <laughs> at one point in time uh and clout you would you get the understanding that like this kitchen knife would be like a two handed great sword at most for you like if you nice. wanted to you could wield this as a sword but it's like claymore sized for you um it's just like a of steel yeah uh so uh lowry vice balhader the three of Oh, you... i thought i was okay staying. you're staying behind okay so yeah, Lowry, uh, you and Balhader are going to go out and go hunting for Mountain Goat uh, while Clout and Vice stay behind um, with Gleam as well as Amador and Paulinella. Uh So Lowry and Balhader, I'd like for you both to make survival checks for me. Oh, a ranger making a survival check. The so ranger and the druid go out hunting. Let's see what they bring back. 19. 17 and 19, okay. So it doesn't take you long at all. You are out there in the wilds for probably, I want to say at most, like 45 minutes in this downpour until you eventually come upon three giant goats. And these goats, when you happen upon them, are actually, like, standing at a slightly elevated place, and they seem to have been, like, watching you. And, like, acknowledged the two of you on your way up. And when you get to about uh, 30 feet away or so, they begin to speak. Uh, do either the two of you speak elvish? Uh, yes. Nope. Okay. So, Balhader, the first goat, says... When the moon obstructs the sun, Creeping Lynn will come undone. The second goat says, Play to her passions! Stay on script! A cat, a horn, or a shadow ripped! And then the third goat says, The full scepter is the key! I assume that you
5: know what, uh, you're talking about, at least.
0: And they sort, they nod, and, uh, they, uh, say in unison, Wise words from the Billy Goat's graf Well, we appreciate your, your
4: wise words, and I do turn and mumble it to Lowry so they hear, understand it as well.
5: Uh, I have a question for you. Now that I know that you can speak, I. Uh, do you know the location where there are goats or sheep that are not as wise as you?
0: That depends. What do you offer us for such knowledge? We have already bestowed upon you three gifts.
5: Ah,
0: so you wish to trade in wisdom and, like, the three of them, like, their goat eye, like, two of them, the eyes nod, like, yes, yes, and the third one who spokes, their eyes, like, get even wider, and, like, stare into the middle distance beyond, and their mouth, like, slightly, like, agape. What do they want?
5: Well, uh, they want to exchange wisdom for information. I asked them if they knew where there were sheep or goats that aren't smart, so they I have one or two myself, do you have any ideas?
1: Um, well? Is it just knowledge that they're working for?
5: Unless you have a gift you're willing to part or something. Um, I, I find myself unprepared for a, a physical exchange.
1: Can you ask them if they can read common?
5: Do you have the capacity to read common?
1: Is that not what we speak this day?
5: Oh, at least uh, based on my understanding, you've been speaking
0: to me in, in an old Elvish tongue. And they look confused. Like, everyone speaks this. Is this not common? Ah. Uh,
5: so, there is a Dale-based language that most humanoids speak in another plane of existence called Vairun. They call their language common. Uh...
0: I have never heard of such a language. It is most uncommon indeed.
5: Uh, One moment, and I turn to Lowry. Um, Do you know the actual name of uh, your people's common language?
4: No. Uh, Pulling it up.
0: Lowry, what are you attempting to offer them?
1: Uh, Lowry is going to. Well, she was going to offer them a smutty romance novel, but instead, <laughs> she's going to offer them um, some mushroom packs. If they want knowledge,
0: you see, uh, you will go, have to translate. You see that you go to like pull out the smutty book, and the third goat, like their eye, like the with the whole like rectangle iris, seems to like look directly at that book, and you just see them. Lick their goat lips. They seem appetized by your offer.
1: Larry will take it out and ask them if they want a romance novel?
0: And the third goat, like, hops precariously down in the way that goats do. And, like, approaches. You see the, like, lips quiver and open as their teeth come out. And they just bite the side of the book. And then pop it back. And, like, this book is, like, rain's getting on it. The goat's teeth are sunk into it. And they just hop back up to the top. And you see the three of the goats, like, the two of the other goats, like, nod, nod, nod. And then the three of them turn around. You see their heads lower. And there is just the sound, like, a, and, like, you see, like, pages flying as, like, their heads are, like, going up and down. And then, like, the three of them, like, clap, clap, clap. Okay, then.
5: Is that a fair exchange?
0: The combination of ink and page was delicious. I especially liked the glue that held the cover together.
5: They loved it. They ate it right up.
0: I saw. If well you then, seek other goats.
5: That's true. We're looking for goats that aren't as smart as you, so that we feel less guilt when we take their lives from them and turn them into food.
0: Your mortal quandary bothers me not, adventurer. 100 yards this way! But beware! They're fucking
5: mean! (laughs) That sounds like fun to me and I appreciate.
0: And the three goats just nod like, yes, yes. This has been a pleasant exchange. Well, take care, Billy Goats. Gruff, we shall be
5: on our way. uh, So, Lowry, they told Mm -hmm. us uh, about 100 meters in that direction. There should be goats that we actually can hunt. Do you have anything else you'd like to ask them? No, I think I'm good. Well, then. Take care of yourself, goats. And uh,
0: may we meet once again one day. The three of them nod. Yeah, yeah. true. Their word. About a hundred, a uh, hundred meters in the direction that the uh, that the goat had directed, you end up seeing what looks like a. Well, these were giant goats. These are like regular sized mountain goats. They don't look like they're of the giant variety at all, and they just seem to be minding your business. The two of you have the drop on them easily enough, and between a ranger and a druid. I would say that you are able to get enough food with you that you'd be able to feed all of you. Maybe, like, you'd be able to feed all of you guys, and that's enough that you can carry. If you wanted to feed the giant as well, or at least have enough, like, meat for the giant to have his own thing, you might have to make a second trip out. Otherwise, just hope that the food that you have is enough.
7: He seems pretty (sighs)
0: amenable, but...
1: Um. Lowry activates the tooth that she gave Clout. We found the goats. We need help. Bring your muscles. Whisper's gonna come get you. Whisper. I- go get Clout.
0: <laughs> Nots, knots, knots.
5: Well, Moon, I suppose we should get back to it then.
1: Oh, we should probably just wait here, because Whisper's not very good with
5: directions. Say again?
1: We should probably just wait here, because Whisper's not very good with directions.
5: Oh, I did not plan to travel far, but we should probably down a few more. The Cyclops' stomach is much
0: larger than ours.
1: Mm, yeah. Three more?
0: That should suffice. Okay. Okay, yeah, make another survival check, because again, you can't just like down a couple a couple goats and be like, well, they didn't care, like. Their, dan- their animalistic danger sense kind of fires off at that point.
1: <laughs> Eight for Lowry. <laughs> well, well for
0: Valhador. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the two of you have not managed to find uh, more goats by the time that uh, Clout arrives on the scene. <laughs> yeah, and Whisper Clout has uh, appeared to you and kind of gives you, like, the jinglings, like... I can let it. I can definitely take us back to where we were. Clout, make a survival check with advantage.
6: Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, nineteen.
0: Okay, so nineteen. Yeah, Whisper. You know, good on him. Good on Whisper for remembering where uh where to go. On this one. Mm. It seems he- we might be defeated. People seem to believe that he's not good at this. <laughs> Maybe it's like a stage fright thing. Like Whisper always excels when it's just the two of you.
6: Yeah, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Poor Whisper. <laughs> uh, when Clout shows up, he's pulled his hair back into a ponytail. He's got a uh, bandana, uh, over his hair. Hi. All right, all right. Uh, what This is doing? a
5: haul so far. Mm-hmm. Got a few of them, but. Uh... Uh, none of us, we haven't been able to find enough to supplement the large one.
6: Gotcha. <clears throat> uh, do you think we might need to take a couple- take a couple of trips?
5: If we think the goats will come back, otherwise, I notice that your hat is a mushroom, uh, Moon. Mm? Are you willing to part with some of those? So no, we can supplement- No, No! Ah, shame. Wait! Do you have druidic spells in which you can grow plants? We can make some soy and supplement some of the lacking meat that we don't have. Soy? It's a type of bean that uh, you can grow in moist climates. Uh,
1: and I can try.
5: You have no, you've never seen this bean before?
1: Let me roll for it and see if she has any soybeans on her.
0: Yeah. Make a nature <laughs> uh, check nature? or a history check.
1: The 10. Do I have any soybeans on me?
0: Soy is not a a a, stan- a standard part of the Faerunian diet. Uh, <laughs> I would say probably not on this one.
1: If you want, I could take to the skies and see if I see any animals from up there. I think. Wait, can I fly yet? Oh
0: uh, on, it? It's really
5: misty as well. You no, might have a hard time seeing up there.
1: Yeah, I can't yet. Um, I well. Yeah, I guess we should just head back.
2: Well,
5: I do have one more idea. I know someone who has a better chance of seeing through mist. Oh. Uh, Simon has.
0: My friend uh, reached
4: their destination. They have. Fantastic. Yeah, they
0: reached it, like, same day. Uh, very
4: quick. Uh, then
0: Valhibur will
4: kind of adjust their little... They have this little, tiny, very faintly glowing medallion. And they
5: adjust it and... Sir Talivar! I summon ye! Um,
0: like, uh, lightning! There is, like... It's like the old, like, 1980s animation, like, rainbow cone that shoots out, and you see a tiny little silhouette of what is probably going to be a massive dragon, and then it just doesn't get much bigger than that, and you see little gauntlets, a wonderful sword at their hip, and a perfect mustache on a chiseled face, (laughs) Sir Talivar. I'm sorry, good friend. It's been quite a while. How long has
5: it been? A year? Two years since last we met? It might be, but it's good to see you again. Ah, old apprentice. How can I help you today? Well, we have been working on a hunt, and I know no one better than taking to the skies and finding marks than you. Would you like to assist us in this? Of course I would like to assist in this matter!
0: Yeah. My lady, and he sort of like bows in your direction, Lowry
1: this does, does he not remember me?
5: Well, it might have been a long time since we've seen them again uh since we last saw them. what's it been? a year, two years
6: Three a couple of days years. for us uh yeah, Fay Wild's got weird time shenanigans that's right. true.
5: Last time I went on a trip, my one of my grandchildren
0: became oh, as old as me. That was you. Oh, now I remember. Yes, the hat and uh, uh, hello, my lady. And he does the same, Hi. like bow, and then. I believe you said you were looking for assistance in the hunt. Well, don't worry, Sir Talavar is on it. Whew. Just Fantastic. flies up. Uh, they currently have
4: elemental abilities from lightning. Okay. Uh,
6: Clout's going to finish throwing goats over his shoulders. uh, And he's going to say, All right, well, I'm going to get started on taking these back to the cave. Uh, Let me know if you catch anything else. Okay. Can you find your way back? Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay.
0: Appreciate the assistance, Nimkin.
6: No problem, Val.
0: Okay. Yeah, so Clout, make a survival check. Uh, 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 uh. and we never saw cloud again okay <laughs> <laughs> so 17 from clout that's good um and then uh yeah balhader roll away survival check with advantage because sir talibar is helping
4: Bloop and
0: bloop. 22. Okay, yeah, Sir Talavar is able to expertly track down, uh, a set of goats, um, and he describes these as giant goats, uh, and at first you're just like, ah, oh, is this the same ones that we just talked to? And then you look and you see, like, it's just one giant goat by itself, it's, and like, just like, kind of like, hey, like, just like, make a quick noise, and the goat just, Burr looks around, and doesn't seem to, uh, recognize, uh, any kind of speech.
5: Lowry, this one here seems like it might not be as wise as the others. You think we should, uh, take down a biggin
1: Seems fine to me. Okay.
0: Yeah, and within, right, between the two of you, it's snowy. uh, it's... It's the three of us now. Yes, with Sir and One Talhar. of us is literally a taser. Yeah! <laughs> uh, it is absolutely no issue to take down this giant goat. The only real issue then becomes, between Balhadur and Lowry, to move the body of this giant goat between the two of you.
1: Um, how yeah. large is it? Uh,
0: it is a giant goat, which means that it is large-sized. If it was domesticated, you could possibly ride it.
1: Oh. Uh... What do I have? That is large. Would you mind if I turned into a warhorse?
5: I wouldn't. Uh, uh, do you think you can handle the rough terrain as a horse? It should be fine. Then I have no problem with it.
1: It's either that or a giant goat, and I don't know how I feel about turning into a goat carrying a goat.
5: <laughs> that would be quite ironic. I like it. Well, then, a successful hunt. The case of the starving Cyclops will be closed as soon as we get this big bastard over there.
1: Larry will wild shape into a warhorse.
0: And, uh, Sir Talvar, uh, cries out, uh, truly a most glorious mount. Uh, and like with the giant goat draped over your back, you see that he's just sort of like sitting, like he is, uh, enjoying a nightly procession one of his little uh, fairy dragon wings is up over his head to kind of keep the rain uh from coming directly onto him and every once in a while he just sort of twirls his mustache very pleased with himself that he could assist uh in in such a manner he is hoping to enjoy this feast uh in in the most uh in the greatest of capacities uh Vice, while you are helping Mudlump out in the kitchen, uh, you see that Mudlump just sort of like, like you, like their hips start swaying a little bit as they're cooking. And eventually there's just this like, boom, 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 boom,
3: boom, Vice has, like, cleaned off the bottom of his shoes, hopped up on the counter, and is using uh, a knife dagger to just start slowly cutting vegetables. Okay. And he will try and uh, sing along with Mudlump.
0: And Mudlump, you see his eye goes wide in surprise when you go to sing along, and he looks at you and says, Do you know strings? I'm a bit of a
3: performer, yes, I I know some strings. My hands are too large
0: for strings.
3: I figured you'd be more of a percussion sort of gentleman.
0: And he like like you can see there is that like hee hee, hee kind of nod on his face. And he goes over to um like the side of the tower you can see has like a couple stones that have been taken out higher up. And he reaches into one of the holes where a stone was and he pulls out what looks like this absolutely beautiful lyre. It is exquisite in all of its design. And he like gingerly hands it to you. And you can see that it like, it hasn't been tuned yet. And when you go and uh like touch against the strings it sounds beautiful but it is untuned it is untuned you just need to spend some time and cinch it on up and this lyre you are guessing uh on any given day would be worth roughly 250 gold pieces
3: oh fuck okay
0: and mudlump uh would ask <clears throat> that you uh would would that you play it for him he apparently likes music when he's cooking
2: sure
3: uh nineteen
0: total. Okay. Yeah. Uh and he is like like full on in the groove and like even Gleam, who has been very nervous throughout all of this, like like pokes her head in. And at the at the sound of the music, and she makes eye contact with you, Vice, and you can see that there is a brief moment where a smile is on her face, and then like when she realizes that you're looking at her. Looking at you, like, a little bit of red comes into the cheeks and she, like, goes back out into, uh, into where, uh, the apiary, where the bird, uh, where the bees are. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: Weiss <clears throat> is gonna sing Just the Two of Us.
0: And, oh. uh, yeah, and as you, as you are, like, Mudlump is just like, he's never heard this song before, but, like... At one point, like, seeming to uh, catch up on the chorus of Just the two of us! And he's, like, l- singing in the most broken common, looking at the front of his uh, cooking magazine. Uh, yeah, Vice is gonna encourage him, because I-,
3: I imagine
4: we're done with the
0: prep for a while, just to, like,
4: dance it's, around the you living know, room it's... with the
0: magazine. Yeah, like, you really just gotta let it... Like, you gotta let it stew. That's the point of a stew. Uh, But while he is in the process of actually making that that broth, he pulls out a jar of honey, and it looks, like, very viscous. It's that nice golden color. And he just kind of drizzles it into the stew mix, closes it, and he looks at you, and... It is said that a cyclops cannot wink because they only have the one eye. Those who have said that have never seen a cyclops wink, where it's all about the muscle control on more of one side than the other, as this cyclops (laughs) winks at you and says, secret ingredient, and then puts the honey back. And it is, like, it is one of those, like... Fucking Winnie the Pooh ceramic pots. Like, it is a massive thing for him. It's a massive thing for you, but for Mudlump, it's, like, not that big.
3: Uh, actually, if Mudlump allows me to, I'm gonna scour their spice rack. Yeah. Some certain spices.
0: Uh, you can see that they don't necessarily have a spice rack, but they do have... A collection of dried herbs and like one or two peppers that are on there. Uh, and you know that for the most part, these kinds of things look like they would not grow well in Yawn. And he admits that he, he has had to stop um, or he has had to ask uh, around uh, because there are travelers who go to the different uh to the different demi planes to like pick him things up and he trades the mead uh in order to get these spices, which he then uses those spices to make things like spicy mead, matcha mead like that is his specialty is just whatever meads he can make.
3: So mud lump <clears throat> do you know uh, what goes excellently with mead? uh anything, everything. Correct, but in my particular palette, I adore something spicy. And Vice is going through the spices. He pulls out coriander, turmeric, cumin, chili pepper. And he's going to mix them all together to make the curry powder.
0: Okay. And he just sort of, like, looks at you curiously. And he pulls out what looks like a stone slab and a handheld chisel, and he starts, like, writing- No, he's, like, just straight up carving it oh, into yeah. the stone. <laughs> he doesn't need to chisel it in, he's a big boy. Like, he is writing out whatever it is you're making.
3: Now, and if we had some masala, this would go well, but this spice mixture should do the trick.
0: Yeah, and he's, again, just very excited. And, Clout, it is around this time where you have, like, several goats on your back, that you see this Cyclops like looking, like watching Vice with the most studious, practiced look that you've ever seen a Cyclops make. To be fair, you haven't you you know a few Cyclops because of the witch light carnival, but like this guy is like Seems like he's really on top of it, like whenever food is involved.
3: Goat delivery. Oh, uh, Mudlum, could you sign for that, please?
0: And he just sort of, like, tilts his head when you say sign. Uh,
3: Sorry, it's, uh...
7: My giant...
0: My giant hand
7: language is not...
3: Utilized often. Do, do, Do you know fist bumping? Just... You do that with someone as a greeting. Hmm.
0: And he just, like, pops his fist forward, Clout. Clout, make a dexterity save for me.
6: Can do. (laughs) Clout's gonna get launched across the room. Natural 20 for a 25.
0: Okay, so, Clout, you know to, like, make your arm go lax when the fist connects. And, like, he goes back and, like, you come to a stop and he
7: just... Oh, sorry. Gentle.
0: And, like, he, like, does it again. (laughs) Uh and then he offers his hand out to see the goats that you've brought him. Yep. Oh. And I'll come
6: into his palm.
0: And he takes one of them. Uh he takes he takes a lot of them. Like he'll take them like by the leggy so it looks like he's just holding like in the same way that we would hold like a bundle of bananas or some other clustered fruit. He just sort of like has them in one hand. And you see him step outside. It is dark. And all you see is a silhouette of him holding a goat up, hand around, down. In the same way that one might skin a rabbit in one fell swoop, he is doing this on a whole-ass goat just very quickly, one after the other, and it takes him maybe five minutes to skin all of the goats that you have brought back. just
6: watches with, like, morbid curiosity, like,
3: huh. Oi, imkin. What do you want? Yeah, I play a liar? Theoretically, yeah, it's about the same thing as a vial. You just don't. No, no, no. Frighting's different. He'll hold up the lyre and um, hop down to hand it over to Clout. Big guy likes to listen to music while he cooks, and since I am his sous chef, my hands need to be busy.
6: Right. Uh he's gonna kinda like plunk away at the strings a little bit and try and familiarize himself with
0: the instrument. Yeah. Vice, make a performance check for me.
6: I'm clout and I will do that. Yes,
0: clout. Damn it. Teepling number something. Twenty one. <laughs> Twenty one? Yeah. No no, it's not your go to. It's not typically what you play. But a strings a strings a string's a string. And by the time that mud lump is able to come back, you're able to play this liar with the best of them.
6: Yep. I just figure out where all the notes are and uh I'll play something simple. I'll play something from Hades Town. Hey,
4: hey, hey, gonna be the day. Da, 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 da. Oh, no.
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll play one of the epics from Hades Town.
0: Okay. Um yeah, and again, as the lyre is being played, again, kind of, like, head pokes in from the apiary, and you see Gleam is, like, looking over at the direction that the music is coming from, and they just have this, like, kind of pleased look about it. It seems that their their love of the theater, uh, especially musical theater, runs rather deep. Uh, and so, Clout, you playing a song from one of the more, like, Upper uh kind of like upper kicked songs from a musical. It seems like Gleam is is very much kind of catching on to. And then when you look over, like you have that like predator sense, like hair is raised and you're like, who the fuck's watching me? Like you look over and you see her again, eye contact make little bit of blushies and then she disappears.
3: <laughs> oh, she's cute. Yeah? Hmm. What about it? uh looks
0: like she appreciates
3: music
6: a lot of people do
0: mm-hmm. and then with a like sweeping stride into the abode blood splattered over them like the carc the skinned carcasses of four ghosts just just the two of us <laughs> And, like, the bloodied goats kind of, like, swinging, like, blood splatters everywhere. We can make it if we try, my lump. And he, like, then just, like, continues to, like, like, sing that song and dance to himself while, like, goat on a slab, take a big cleaver, like a butcher's knife just, like, once through a goat. Okay, and, like, in the same way that we might cut a carrot, he is, like, goo, 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 like just going to town on it
3: yeah vice has stopped helping mudlump cook he is sitting down drinking like honeyed mead
0: oh yeah no and mudlump will offer you as much meat as uh you and cloud as much meat as you would like and Lowry, you and balhader come back with this giant goat and uh when you arrive mudlump turns and like has like blood spray on them and, like sees sees the goat and like their eye gets wide, uh, and like big happy smile on this cyclops as uh they come up and like put their f- like and it looks like they're about to punch you, but then the punch stops short. The case of the starving cyclops is complete.
1: Lowry's still a horse.
5: <laughs> oh, to avoid confusion, this one here uh is not part of the food. This is our friend uh, moon. Ah, course. Well,
0: oh, I do bad. Look at
5: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh they will take this goat uh and like grab a knife from the counter and then they walk outside.
5: Yeah. So I am kidding and I did not get your family name. Uh how goes the cooking?
3: Oh, it's, uh, going well. I don't have a family name to give, sadly.
5: Do you have a clan or title? In my culture, it's disrespectful to address people by first name unless you are close friends or family, and we have just met.
3: Vice is more of an alias, so I prefer that, um, it's complicated between myself and my family, so I would prefer it if you would call me Vice, no disrespect.
5: Very well, Vice. I understand how difficult families can be. Would you prefer it if I used, um, Morthak? Uh, you cannot. I am from House Balhadur, and we have oh, only known each other, other for other a few days. No, no, no. I get it
3: now. It's the other way around.
5: Yes. Uh, oh, yes. I forgot. Uh, you would do the opposite. Yes, yes. Uh, I apologize. Family um, first, uh, in our case.
3: Surname first. Um, <clears throat> Sir Balhadur. Thank you. I
6: apologize. Have I been too casual with you? Would you prefer if I called you Balhudra rather than Bal?
5: Oh, I didn't even notice the nickname. (laughs) Oh, I cannot tell you how to speak. Just know that if you use my first name, I'll take great offense. Bal seems fine. Unless we're, you know, at court.
1: Is this tower large enough? For a warhorse to fit into.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's large enough for a giant, uh, cool. a, a member of giant kin to go into.
1: Lowry's just going to come in as a horse, sit down, and stare at Clout as he plays. I've put a image and questions for the court in case anyone wants to know what it looks like. But a horse just
6: sits down. Oh my god! <laughs> have we got any? Uh, have we got any veggies on the counter?
3: Oh yeah. There's- a few carrots, some potatoes.
6: Yeah, I'm going to reach over, grab a carrot, and toss it to Lowry.
3: <laughs> well, would you prefer hay?
5: they have any.
6: There's just whinnying. It just bounced off her forehead.
5: I, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> when horses do that, like, teeth thing. Like, the, the nose. Lips. On, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably swearing at both of you.
5: Do the two of you understand, horse? How do you communicate with the ally when they are in beastly form?
3: Oh, we don't. No. No.
5: That seems like a strategic she... inconvenience.
3: I find she only turns into a horse when she doesn't want to talk. I mean, if you want to speak a little horse, I think you just scream for a very long time, and that'd get you pretty hoarse. Ah, uh,
5: I'll give it a shot. A right,
3: bean
6: vice I... with a carrot. Let me know if you understand dodge. this, Lowry.
4: Ah! Just <laughs> screams <laughs> at the horse for a minute.
6: Horse
1: ears just go flat against the head.
0: Talavar like puts their uh, puts the hands against the tiny little ear holes that they have on the side of their reptilian head, Uh, and they just say, "And with that, I think I'll take my leave." And like pff, just. What? disappears. A
3: shame.
5: That, they didn't get it, to do any lightning today.
3: Was that Sir Talavar?
5: It was. Uh, oh. I have the capacity to summon them at any time, from any place, and change their elemental powers at will.
3: That sounds very convenient.
5: It is. It's helped me in a lot. Uh, we used it once during the hunt for the four brothers. That's a story I'll tell you.
4: I'll say it. dinner's almost ready.
0: And as you say that, there's the silhouette of this cyclops holding a giant goat by the leggies. It just, like Comes on in, and then, like, with more care again, like, cuts up this goat, sets it in. And, and like, again, kind of rumors and, and stories about giants is that, you know, they'll just eat the whole thing. And a lot of those rumors are about hill giants, not cyclops. They're very different kinds of folk. And this cyclops, again has a knack for the culinary arts. Uh, So this gastronomer in training uh, has done the process uh, of kind of making sure that this food is good and eventually puts a pot onto this giant, uh, or puts a a lid on this giant pot um, uh, and then says, uh, You will know it's done by the smell. In the meantime...
7: Drinks? Drinks?
3: Already got mine.
5: I am a bit dehydrated. Do
7: you have your own cup, or would you like one of mine?
5: I would love one of yours.
2: I was
3: going to say, Vice is using, like, the cup that came with his mess kit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Lottwee will turn back into a person. I have my own cup, thank you.
0: And he nods, and then, uh, yeah, so, uh, for Lowry, uh, you present your cup, and he just sort of, like, looks at it, shrugs, fills it to the top with meat, and, like, a little bit pours over, uh, Vice, he fills, uh, he gives you a refill, Clout, if you would like any meat as well, uh, he offers one of his, uh, one of his cups or yours.
6: I'll, I'll take his cup. Okay. It's a Cyclops cup. It is. That's gonna be a really generous portion.
0: Oh yeah. And What's you that? see that he like looks at the two of you and looks on his shelf and you see that like his cups are about like standing height as tall as Cloud is. And he's like sort of looks and he reaches up and his hand goes past where those are and he pulls out what look like two stone ramekins. That are closer to about, like, they would be, like, about a foot shorter than what Pamfordam would have stood at. They're, like, two-foot-tall ramekins, and he sort of, like, sets them down in front of you, fills it with mead respectfully.
6: So, it's not so much drinking out of a bucket, but it is a bit
0: like (laughs) drinking out of a bowl. It's, it's like, when you go Drinking out of a trough. It's like when you go to, like, certain uh, like certain Mexican food restaurants and they have the, like, oh, it's our fancy drink, but it really just comes in one of those giant white bowls. It's yep. like that, but just mead.
6: Oh, yeah.
5: Uh, although I do appreciate it, and I'll take a sip out of respect, uh, do you happen to have clean water? And
0: he... My stomach can't handle too much mead at this age. He nods, and then, uh, you see he pokes his head out of the back where the apiary is, and there is a quick yelp, uh, as Gleam, who is apparently sitting right up against the stone wall, uh, then, like, rushes inside, uh, at the side of this, and you hear Amador, just, Have at you! Ah, no, right, Polinella. That's right, we're not mad at him anymore. My apologies, fellow. And there is a grumbling and giant. And Balhadir, what Mudlump carries with them as uh, he returns back is actually just, like, a rain barrel. And sets it, and, like, sets this giant rain barrel that's, like, cup-sized for him in front of you. Thank you very much. And then
4: uh, I will... (laughs)
1: someone in chat please clip that (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah so uh, everyone has drinks and gleam at this point Um, sort of like will sit uh, I think that gleam would sit whoever is like across the way from clout and vice she will sit with she doesn't want to sit too close to the either of the two of you but she can she, sit with Lowry yeah she'll sit with Lowry uh and um Mudlump will offer her some meat and she'll like take she'll like have like a, a reasonable sized container of it and oh, then uh ever, like she after she drains her glass you will notice that like when Balhadur goes to like take a sippy of water, she'll just like dip it into his container.
2: Mm.
0: Smart. Just and then Balhadur, you look back and it's like, oh, I must have drank more than I thought that I did. I am botched. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Vice is going to turn to Clout and <clears throat> uh, Clout, my dear boy. Do you know any jigs? I don't like where this is going. Oh, I'm not dancing with you. Why would I have a dance with you? I've got two left feet.
6: I still don't like where this is going. <laughs> you knew that was a
3: witch's curse! <laughs> <laughs> Just play the damn song.
1: At this point, I think Lowry is hiccuping and uh, talking to whoever's closest to her, even if it's a sack of flour, It's um, <laughs> about about how much she didn't realize drinking could be so much fun, and she's never done it before, but she's so glad she did.
6: Oh
0: no, Lowry. <laughs> yeah, and Gleam. I think Gleam is definitely like she thought that this was the right place to sit, but Lowry was just like, <laughs> I've just
2: never done
0: this before. This is so much fun. And like as like an older elf, she is having this just like, oh fuck. Oh god damn it. Oh no. Oh, no. Like I sat next to the woo girl, didn't I? <laughs> this
2: is a bad time. Uh
6: starts to like uh, starts a couple of different jigs on the lyre and he just can't get his fingers to go fast enough and he says fuck it he puts the lyre down and he stands up with the veal um, and he just lays into it
0: okay make a performance check uh, so to... help me Bob I'm bully in the, <laughs> the alley
5: way bully in the alley oh gonna no reach
3: across the table and cast uh, minor illusion Um, from his fingers, there are these little threads as uh, two marionettes appear, and he'll just make them dance.
2: Nice.
0: (laughs) Anybody want to assist me on this one? (laughs) What'd you roll?
6: Uh, natural one. For
4: an eight. Join in with the shanties that I know. Yeah, could we use the minor
0: illusion as an assist for clout? Yeah. I'd say yeah. I'll I'll allow that. So yeah, clout roll again and don't get in that one.
6: All right, uh, I will go ahead and bardically inspire myself, too, because why not? We're going to bed Uh, after this anyway. Bards cannot
4: inspire themselves.
6: They cannot?
4: It is target another creature.
6: Oh, it does. It says specifically other than yourself. All right. Uh, I learned
0: that from Baldur's Gate 3. That's going to be a 14. (laughs) Okay, a 14? Yeah, it's not bad. And, like, Lowry, you were just watching these tiny little... Puppet people go, they're just dancing around. Make a wisdom safe for me. Oh no. That's a natural one for a seven. Hey Lowry. This is your first you said this is your first time drinking? Mm Mm-hmm. You see the little marionette people dancing? And earlier today, the when you also saw a marionette, you saw that it was marionettes of your friends and the unicorn got taken away. You forgot that you had a unicorn friend and the unicorn friend was in love with Lenora and now they can't be together. And it's just like the immediate spiral. Like everyone was having a good time, Lowry. And now it's just like, <laughs>
3: So, <laughs> so you're telling me that Lowry ran from the woo uh, the woo girl to a boo hoo girl? Yes.
0: There is always that very quick step that can happen between those two.
1: Uh, Lowry is now just bawling on the other side of the table and probably on the verge of casting a uh, flaming spear <laughs> at oh. these marionettes because they're a threat.
5: <laughs> Your um, music is moving this one to tears. Fantastic
3: oh i didn't know you were a lover of the arts Lowry. what no
1: it's awful because they're and then they're gone and the mist and
3: i I hate it here i I don't know if dismissing these marionettes would make things worse or better
0: and gleam is just like like one hand on your back just circles. She's like very, like, very, uh, like, low tones in Elvin. Like, it's okay. Don't worry. You're gonna be okay. Don't
3: just... worry slightly.
0: We will try and get out of here as soon as possible. I do
5: apologize if any of this is traumatic to you.
0: And, Ooh. uh, Mudlump, seeing you cry at this, is just, like,
7: like, kind of, like, stands up
0: to the kitchen. <laughs> top off of the pot of stew. If the stew wasn't ready before, it's ready now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, like, fills up these bowls. And, Laura, you were just, like, <sighs> and, like, a bowl of stew is just, like, set in front of you, and there is just that, like, oh, food! Like, 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 can't even remember what you were crying about before. <laughs> Whose tears the are tricks. these? It must be raining.
3: Quietly, like, just
0: lifts the minor illusion, sets his hands under the table, dismisses them out of eyesight. And Gleam, like, while all this is happening, is just, like, taking Lowry's cup. Empties the meat into hers, fills Skips the cup water. up with water, <laughs> sets it back over, and that whole process. Yeah, she ended up getting about a sixteen on sleight of hands. So unless anyone, so if people's passive perception is above sixteen, what is? <clears throat>
2: Molly, what 13?
3: is my passives?
0: Well, my passives are aggressive. <laughs> I have an 18
3: passive perception.
0: Yeah, so Balhader, you would see what is happening at this point. You, like, you've gotten drunk with your kids before. You've gotten oh, drunk with your grandkids before. Brazened. This is like, yeah, she gonna she have a, a, it's always the people who say this is so much fun. <laughs> I
4: uh, just mouth the words, thank you, to uh, Gleam.
0: And she just like, Uh, like that Uh, it'll be all right in the morning she nods just we just need to get some food in her that's all and so yeah guys are able to participate in this shared meal and rightfully it's delicious it's a really solid meal. It's got, like, that little bit of curry kick to it. It has, like, all the vegetables. And, like, the curry acted as, like, a thickening agent as well. So, like, whereas normally this would have been kind of, like, a uh, a little bit of a more flimsy stew. You've kind of made it a little bit more sturdy, more hearty as well. And it comes out just, like, like with the mix of um, goat milk as well added into this to kind of like create like this very nice vegetable medley along uh accompanied with the meat it's very it's a little chewy from the goat meat itself but all things considered like it pulled together really well and like after it's like after a few bites Mudlump will, like, set down their ball and goes back over to, like, their chisel pad and just starts, like, writing all of the notes, like, writing the, t- like, any kind of, like, flavor notes, texture, like, anything that they can, uh, use to then remember this recipe later on. So... Sure.
3: Yeah, this is this is great. This is nice.
0: So um normally Amador does the talking, but um I just figured I would ask, um what is do you all have a a plan going into Motherhorn? I mean Do should... we have a plan? No.
3: Well, we were going to formulate a plan after some reconnaissance.
0: Well, if it helps, I mean, I have been there before. I was a guest there for a little while until, you know, my shadow was removed. Do any of you, it's a little outside my wheelhouse, but... Are any of you skilled on removing curses? Sorry. I can Uh, handle poisons, but not curses.
1: No, but I can heal you in a fight. You're really pretty, by the
0: way. Well, thank you. (laughs) Uh,
3: Knives are my specialty, sorry. That's
0: fine. So knives, yes, healing, removing poison—all of those are very good. Uh, and then one of you can play music, very well. Two of you. Thank you. Actually,
5: does anybody have any paper and chalk or charcoal or anything? Um... If you've been inside the building, we would greatly appreciate. Uh, as much of a detailed description of the layout that you can provide
0: us
6: I've got ink and paper
0: I can do excellent my best to try and, and get it it's it's a very big place and I didn't go to very many of the places within but I, I do have an understanding of at least that, that central level
5: Well, and give us what you can. If you're doing your best, then we should never be upset at you.
0: And she smiles and says, Thank you.
6: Clout will produce a cylindrical scroll case, pop off the top of it, and dump out some paper, get out a bottle of ink, and set it up for her.
2: Okay.
0: Sounds good. And she will take some time to draw out the levels that she has been to to the best of her ability. And she draws what looks like a large stage. Then there is,, uh, there are several other separate chambers. There's ones that have like, um, rows of seats, that sort of thing. And she is, She's just sort of giving, like, rough estimates as to the size of each of these rooms and and is doing her best to remember where things are. Um, But through that, she will give you a rough layout of two of the levels of the keep. And as she's doing it, she also says... Going up against her head on isn't going to be a great option.
3: Oh, we are fully aware that she does have one glaring weakness.
0: The eclipse.
3: The eclipse. And from what I remember someone saying, it doesn't need to be a physical eclipse. It could be some manifestation of it, painting, uh, maybe trickery of the light.
5: Lowry, uh, do you think what? the things that the goats told us pertain to this situation?
1: The goats—the one that ate the book.
5: Yeah, those—they, the, the, those words of wisdom they imparted on us—it sounds somewhat on topic. Can we get a copy paste or a retelling
0: of those quotes? Yeah, I can definitely do that, and I will have that ready by the time <laughs> um... that we are back from break.
3: Endolin is weak to the moon or to the eclipse. uh, Play to the script. There was like a cat goat Mm -hmm. mentioned. Uh, I don't remember the third one.
1: Uh, Scepter is the key. What's the third one? I
3: only have it partially.
0: That one was the most straightforward. Hmm. The fool scepter is the key.
3: We're getting a jester scepter. (laughs) The proof of fools are getting a fool scepter.
0: (laughs) And. Is at this point that Gleam view. also uh, also says that one of the things that she also does not have are many allies.
1: She doesn't have many allies?
3: Like, many? M-A-N-Y. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Sorry. Whether they are many allies or many in number remains to be seen. But from what I know, there are Korids that are to the south of here. And there is a possibility that they would be willing to help, at least assist in taking down. What are Korids? Horeds are small fey creatures. They are known for being able to grow their uh, hair at will, whether it is their nose hair, their beards, or their head hair. And the hair that is made, uh, they are able to cut, or in this case, Endolin is able to cut. And the hair is... uh, stronger than steel it's aggressive
2: huh.
0: you said they might be able to help us that is true I know generally where they gather but I haven't ever seen them
3: alright still
0: I could take you to them or Amador will be able to take you to them
3: Yeah, um We won't force you to do anything you're not comfortable doing, of course. So if you wish to show us the way, we would be glad.
0: And she nods and says I think Ambador would like to spend some time to at least make sure that Polinella is able to be freed. I'm not entirely sure that he trusts our giant friend and you can see that Mudlump is like cleaning his like cleaning the knives and like doing general, like putting stuff away. He's being very hospitable. But Amador uh, is very uh uh Suspicious. Suspicious of this giant. Uh so Glean mm. has instead uh suggested that uh they would be able to at least make the journey with you. Alright. And she says to be honest, I would feel not knocking him at all, but I would feel a little bit safer around four individuals who have removed two of the hourglass coven versus a three foot tall sentient sunflower. Let's
3: let's keep That's that fair. information between just Mum's the word. I
1: thought bird was the
3: word. What word? No, no. Grease is the word.
0: It's got a groove. It's got a meaning. And uh, right as Gleam looks at you and says, Grease, lightning strikes across the sky. And that is where we are (laughs) going to break for the evening, so we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go to a place unless it's to grab a food. Grab a drink. Go and listen to Grease Lightning on YouTube. Or... Go to our merch shop. We got a lot of great stuff. It all goes to, goes to support some excellent charity at, do- at uh, Doctors Without Borders. So, again, we're going to try and be back shortly. Don't go no place. All right, everybody. See you soon! And we're back! Simon! <laughs>
3: hey, so I'm going to be running a game coming up, and I was wondering oh. if you have any um,
0: notation devices that you'd wish to shill. Oh, so. Actually, I do. Uh, so... Just in case you were wondering, like there are a lot of us out there who are currently living in places with unprecedented heat. I personally hate it, and you wanna know it contributes to the warmth inside of my house? Having my computer on, having electronics on. It's a bad time. You wanna know it's a really good analog way to do all the same thing that I was doing? Look at the Raven.com. If you get a personalized journal, you can use it for character notes, you can use it for DM notes. I was actually using mine over the weekend to write out some campaign ideas, not necessarily just for campaign 2.
2: YouTube?
0: Upcoming stuff that I was thinking of. I know. I figured I was going to be by a river. I was going to be nowhere near a a source of power other than my own pen and paper. And of course, you can do that with your personalized journal from the Rook and the Raven. Sadly, you won't be able to get this sweet Uh, Deus Ex Machina style cover, I think it was just called Ex Machina, um for your Rook and the Raven journal uh, because it is no longer available on their store. You, they can, gotta, get mine. you can get uh, mine. Mm. You can get Sarah's because they're uh, still available because you know what? They cycle through covers all the time. So maybe if you don't like this cam- this style cover, you don't like the one that Sarah has, eventually one will show up for you. And if you go to shop.therookandtheraven.com you can pick out your cover. You can pick out all the little like bindy bits that hold your book together. You can pick you know, out the pages. What?
1: Speaking of those bindy bits, can I tell you my favorite part? Yeah, tell me! So, let's say that I just created a significant NPC and my party kills them. I can easily just remove it right from there. <laughs> but then, what Ooh. happens if my party decides that that's a beloved NPC and they want to resurrect her and you know, bring I've her been
0: back? That, that I've been thinking the same thing. Can you really just, like, oh my god? You can just pop it right back Witchcraft. in there. That okay. is I have a problem though, what if I've already burnt the page? Well... Well then you gotta rewrite
3: it, I can't do anything about that. I could buy more pages from the Rook and the Raven because all of the notebooks are customizable.
0: And completely modular, and you wanna know what the best way to utilize all of the information that we've just given you is? If you go to shop.therookandtheraven.com and use the code HYPEGOBLIN, not THE HYPEGOBLIN, just HYPEGOBLIN, you get 15% off of your entire purchase key uh, the ring bindies the pages Mm -hmm. the covers everything that we've showcased except for i think the leather wraparound because that was like a custom thing uh that has been given to our dear hype goblin friend can be found at shop.therookandtheraven.com get yourself 15% off it is an incredible deal yeah. Thank come you. On, if you want a disorganized mess yeah. like this, or do you want something awesome? I can't even like Simon see your
1: notes! they
4: bleed into
0: your green screen.
1: Yes. Like- <laughs> if you're one of the lucky folks that is going to Gen GenCon, uh, Deja from The Rick and the Raven is going this year. Not as a uh, not as a booth, but uh, they will be there walking around. So you know, just uh, say hi and let them know if you like the product, and also uh, tell them that you think the hype Goblin's pretty cool. Do or it, or that you know you think I'm weird, or that you dislike me. I don't know. You're I'm you. Let do them you want. know
7: that you found out about this ad at Indoor Adventures, and who knows?
0: <laughs> Maybe something could happen in the future. Oh, who was whispering I'm that? That was a strange stage whisper. Anyways. It's Gwen. It's Gwen. Gwen <laughs> whispering for two campaigns over. <laughs> okay, but.
1: Oh, I love you all.
0: Love you too. <laughs> and of course, we do love TheRookAndTheRaven.com as well. Mm-hmm. We do Now, with that... Uh, okay, remember, deep breaths, get into character, we're back. So, uh, at this point, Gleam has just informed you all that uh, she knows of a place where uh, the Korids end up meeting. She hasn't been able to see them herself. She also, you know, has exhibited that she is kind of shy around new people, uh, and so being able to speak on her own behalf... Uh, as far as speaking, uh, to the Korids, may seem a little bit outside of her range, but she seems very certain that that is something that at least the four of you would be able to do as well. Uh, and at this point, Mudlump, uh, then, like, kind of, like, sits crisscross applesauce down, and you can see has, like, a fresh, uh, stone slab, uh, and then, um... Vice, he, uh, looks at you and, like, points to his head. Because he doesn't uh, know how, uh, the communication thing works.
3: It lasts, uh, this one lasts for five hours. Okay, so it's still the
0: active. Uh, and he will ask, uh, uh, effectively, how did you like it? Are there any comments or notes? Are there things that he should take into consideration about the meal that has been prepared for you? Um... Same with the mead. He's also, uh, he's, seems like he's, like, less willing to negotiate how, the, the taste and, uh, everything of the mead, but the food, he's still like, no, like, tell me what pointers I could, I could take from this.
3: Mead was lovely. Um, the food. If you were to try the curry recipe again, I suggest instead of using the honey, pour in the mead and cook an extra ten minutes to let the alcohol, uh, cook off.
0: He, like, slow nods, writes that in there. Low and slow. And then you see, like, he mouths the common. Low,
7: slow.
0: Slow. Shallots would be a good addition, too. Maybe some of And he, this like, was... kind of nods and asks, uh, what do shellfish have uh, any place for in this dish? Uh, no, shallots. Uh it's a type of uh root plat. Oh
5: it's like onions, but also not onions. Oh milder. Not scallop. Mm-hmm. Shallot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This was the best stew I have ever had.
0: And he just sort of like nods and you see that he like he's like making the motion that he's writing something, but you can tell the rest of you can tell he's not writing anything that Larry was saying on that one.
5: I did have a curious question for those who are local here Mm. Is it always this misty and rainy or are there days where it's much clearer Always like this Alright so the visibility wouldn't get any better No How how often are there hazards in the sky Yeah, lightning excluded like bats other birds uh, flumps you know those types of things
0: Uh, and he says, um, every hour, on the hour, there is lightning.
5: Right, but besides the lightning, is there anything else we should be concerned about if we were to fly around, besides mountains and lightning?
7: If you go near the beacons, there are large birds with face that looks... mm, Bitey.
5: They have horns. Birds with horns? Hmm. Are they the guardians of these beacons? Uh, I don't ask.
7: Uh. When lightning strikes, their shadows look like a man. Oh,
0: that's interesting.
6: I roll to know what this
0: is. Yeah, all of you can make a uh nature check if you would like. Nature, nature or arcana. I'm gonna roll for
6: arcana. I got 15.
0: Oh, I got zero. In I'm rolling of those, nature.
4: So I'm
1: Screw my arcana rolls. <laughs> That's not any better. That's a nine. Okay, <laughs> whoa, <Woo. clears throat> Lowry's on a roll today.
3: Vice has shifted positions. He is sitting next to Lowry and he is also getting super plastered because I rolled an eight.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Vice, did you know that fungi are genetically closer to humans than
2: plants?
3: Oh, did you know that bananas are also closer genetically to humanoids? Really? So if we had a mushroom-banana hybrid, we could make a full
2: humanoid.
0: And you see that Gleam is, like, looking very concerned at the two of you as you're saying this. But, Clout, uh, you rolled a... Would you roll? Fifteen. And Balhader, would you roll? Oh, I didn't even bother. I have a plus zero on both of them. All right, sounds good. So yeah, Balhader, you're like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> that sounds like a thing. Yep. Uh, a... Clout, me... you would recognize uh, the description. Give me a yes or no, I know what it is. You do. Yeah.
6: Okay. Um, I think Clout just sort of like leans forward a little bit, sort of scratches at his beard. Well, most of us aren't elves, so it shouldn't be too much of an issue.
0: And Gleam's head sort of, like, slowly turns towards you.
6: Can you keep uh, a low profile?
0: I I don't understand. Are these birds racist?
6: They, they're Peritons? not birds. Uh, has anybody ever heard of a periton?
0: And at ever. that, Gleam's eyes go
5: wide. <clears throat> heard of a what? No, I missed it.
6: Oh, I got even quieter.
3: With sharp teeth. Could you reiterate that, Wing? Sorry. Yes, I
6: can. As soon Check as I throttles. rectify that throttle, I Uh keep that setting
4: open all the time.
6: Oh, all the time. Um, They're flying deer with sharp teeth. They've got a vendetta against elves.
5: Deer. All right. Now that's good meat.
6: <laughs> well, they think you're good meat, too.
5: Oh, I am. My species is actually very delectable, but I would not recommend it. Uh, I wouldn't appreciate it.
6: <laughs> wouldn't There's want some tragic lore behind it, but I'm sure we don't want to get into that.
5: Nice. Cool.
3: Cool. Cool.
5: It, it looked like you had your hand up there for a second, Vice. Did you have something?
1: Lowry gives Vice a high five.
2: <laughs>
5: Thank you. It was gone. It was there
3: for a second, and then it was gone.
1: It's a care of it. It's fine.
7: Mm, eight big birds. Eight of these.
1: That's Are they yellow?
7: a lot.
5: Mm, it's dark. Uh, like right now? Or?
7: No. Well, yes. All the time. Hard
5: to see their color. I, did, I didn't notice that. Uh, it seems that this part of uh, this demi-plane, there's some sort of desaturation thing with our, uh, our eyes.
0: Hmm. It is interesting. Yeah, and he just sort of, like, nods along. Like, you used a very large syllable word, and he's like, I don't really know what that means. But uh, he seems to at least understand the uh, general idea of it and gleam uh, also kind of notes that everything is damp here or dampened that is the way that Endelin seems to enjoy it because then the spectacle that she puts on the plays are that much more fantastical that much more bright in comparison
3: are the plays a daily weekly occurrence
0: Weekly, for the most part. Do they always least... put it on, or do they have like an open mic
5: once in a while?
0: Oh no, there is no open mic.
5: Damn! So we can't offer our own bards as apostrophe after the s services. You...
3: She might be looking for actors.
0: She is always looking for actors. She's always looking That's for better. new talent. Much in the same way that the Witchlight was, in a sense, always hiring. So is Endelin. It might be wiser, then, for us to try and
5: become, or at least have some of us become actors rather than aerial reconnaissance, it sounds like. How far away are these beacons? The, the, the Fay beacons? Yes, like, if I were to fly right now, <laughs> would one of those, uh, what did you call them? Peritons. Uh, uh. Would they see me from here if I were to try and scout out of the keep?
0: Uh, probably not. The beacons are about a mile or so away. All right. Mile, okay. or two miles. So at least for
5: now, we don't have to worry about the, the paritans
3: Wouldn't, I wouldn't do something like that, though, if there are these birds and there's a number of them. I don't know if they're path hunters or not. That sounds very dangerous.
1: If they're a pair of 10s, should we just call them a 20 to make it simpler?
5: Ask because if there's two pairs of them. There is a
3: hand that reaches over, strokes, like, Lowry's back. You're doing great, honey. You're doing so great.
2: Thank you.
5: All right. How confident are you to vice an impkin with your theatrical skills?
1: They're very good. They are. They're the reason that we did so well at the Witchlight Carnival. Mm
5: Mm-hmm. Ah, that's good to know. You seem very excited. It's always good to know that you've got fans. I've
6: got to be honest with you. If it's just me, I don't think I'm making it in. I'm not and
5: I'm a druid. uh, I have had some practice in the theater as well.
3: Never played an instrument in my life. (laughs) Shit-eating grin from Vice.
5: I must have uh, accidentally drank some meat. I swore I saw you with an instrument earlier, but yeah, my mistake. He's. humble. A
1: habitual liar.
6: Oh. oh, that's the word for it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. As I was saying, if the two of us try out, I don't think there's any way that we fail.
0: If you both try out, and she takes you into the theater. I don't think that there's a way that you come out with your friends. Could they do something to the actors? She is very strong. Arguably the strongest of her sisters.
2: Hmm.
1: Then We're you two can't go effect. in. You can't go alone. You have to go with us. We have to stay together.
4: Uh, so yes, yeah, we will
5: be combat ineffective.
3: The problem with that, Miss, problem with that Lowry, is if she's anything like her sisters, she'll be able to sniff you out. And if she's received news of her sister's demise, if there's any <clears throat> description of us, uh, be a giveaway, as it were. Uh ah.
6: Am I right in assuming that as soon as she takes on a performer, there are
0: more prisoners
6: than performers at that point?
0: And she nods. (sighs) She lets you in to perform. And the way that she keeps you from leaving is that she finds the thing that you care the most about. And she makes sure that you stay or else you have nothing to go back to.
5: ah uh, but i
6: i don't think i want to work for her <laughs> i
0: think most were people a... don't want to work for Endolyn.
3: were you under her employ
0: my sister and i auditioned and she realized that we were the salil t- twins I was the sun, or I was the moon and my sister was the sun. My sister is currently being held in Motherhorn. That's Glimmer, right? Glister, yes.
3: Glister. Glister <clears throat> and Gleam.
0: What was the name of this place? Motherhorn. Motherhorn.
5: Motherhorn. Yeah. <clears>
3: I think not only because of the talent, but you could have conceivably made an eclipse.
5: That is true if you stood in a line, you and your sibling. That would be a better eclipse than I could come up with. So,
0: she kidnapped my sister, cut my shadow, and sent me out here. Fay without shadow are generally not trusted. We are seen as deceivers.
5: Yeah, this is true.
0: I... That's why I'm so thankful to the four of you, and to you, Mudlump, for extending me your hospitality. If it's numbers, again, I think that the Korid would be able to best assist us in this or at least provide some insight sounds like we are going to need to
5: amass an army
0: or at least gather more information i wasn't there for very long and like you said balhader speaking with the locals is going to be more useful than it will be to try and infiltrate this fortress Because this isn't a hag's hut. This isn't a simple two-room alcove. This is a fortress. This is a place of their own creation. This is their lair.
5: Uh, um, It is their lair.
6: Alright. Well, we've been barely scraping by as it is. I think that we should be really careful going forward.
5: Agreed. How many of us can fly?
3: About a minute.
5: Uh, same, same. same. Uh, we can do a quick flyby, with and then take um, what little information we have to these coordinates. Get I'm to know them.
6: Hesitant to go into
3: the sky with as much lightning going on as there is. As well as the Pratons and also we might give ourselves away.
5: Well, low visibility due to the smoke, or the mist. The Peritons are over a mile away. So, we have the time to ground ourselves. What was the third thing? Lightning. It seems to always be horizontal.
4: Has lightning ever, like, actually struck the ground at any point, or is it always just, like, lines in the sky? It
0: always seems to be lines in the sky. It does not seem... It looks like it connects to the towers and then shoots off towards Motherhorn. So although those are valid concerns,
5: and I do respect you thinking of these things, uh, it seems like we actually might have some protection. And I wouldn't want to stay long, seeing how we can only fly for a minute to be a single flyby, but...
6: Um, oh, I think that you have more experience in the sky than any of us.
5: Probably not. Uh I do I can make wings, but uh a bit uh jiggles there, armor. I'm a bit on the heavier side these days.
6: Hmm. Personally I think that we should stay on the ground as much as possible.
5: Well, if the party is not comfortable with doing this, it would be foolish of me to do it myself or my own I, life and risking yours.
1: I could turn into something small and try to sneak in. But,
5: but they said once you go in, him. you might not come out.
6: You know what? Let's take it slow. Do like Gleam said. Start with the chords. Just try to feel things out talk to some people, get some more information on the outside before we start thinking about any sort of infiltrations.
5: Do we have anyone else besides the Chorids that we can also commune with? Do you have allies in other plane, uh, the other demiplane sections?
2: Do you have any gangs that you can get
5: away with? Me? Or anyone, if we have allies nearby, and hither or thither, we can also try and send word to them. Well... It would be asking them to come into this dangerous place, but if we're going to siege the keep, we might as well bring everything we have.
3: It's not much of a standing army, Baohudur. It's a bunch of children and a bunch of frog people.
0: Traversing through... Traversing through the mist is dangerous and confusing. They would need a guide.
1: And... Our guide was kidnapped.
0: Ah, yes, that is true.
5: Right, then disregard that for now. How about I this? can summon to Talivar whenever mm. I need them. We'll put once per day, but we at least have them to join us. All right. How
3: about this? We go talk to the Core and uh, if anything comes up, if they have some information on a flight route that passes by the citadel we could use it as a scouting method i
5: like that all right i like that
6: all right are we clear to spend the night here
0: well they did give us these blankets yeah and it seems like uh at this point mud lump is like after he's written the notes he's like putting the stew away and then has sort of, like, left, like, a large cask of mead near your group. And is, like, <laughs> in a corner and, like, putting skins and furs and blankets on top of himself. and just leaves like leaves out mead for us, like cat food. closes the one singular eye and then you just hear a... <sighs> Bless. Bless.
3: Let's find a spot that isn't in the middle of the floor, just in case Mudlump decides to take a walk in the middle of the night.
5: Ah, that is wise.
0: But,
3: uh, if we're gonna do this bright and early tomorrow, we should probably get some rest.
0: And Gleam nods uh, and says uh, that uh, she'll go and, and inform Amador of the upcoming plan and uh, then she'll come back and, and sleep as much as she needs to. She is an elf so there isn't much need for sleep but she'll at least meditate.
2: Alright.
6: Uh, Cloud will busy himself about um, putting up all of his equipment. Um, he like is rolling up the map that uh, we had Gleam uh, make for us and uh, he, I think he will linger uh, a little bit longer uh as everybody else is getting to bed and he'll wait for gleam to come back
5: yeah right i have to do a nightly ritual since i am away from home uh i'll find a spot to do that it might take a while
0: and i don't want to keep people up okay yeah and like balhader you like if anything it's like nobody's gonna be in the apiary like doing anything so like going towards like the place where all the bees are being kept seems like the smartest choice uh that and like they're tame bees they're not aggressive by any means they've been
5: most bees are respectable if you don't agitate them
0: yep and so you pass gleam on the way out and gleam comes back in clout sees you uh like putting things away and she just sort of like stops and sees you and then like like she still is like a little like has a little rosy in the cheeks um, from the mead that she had earlier. Uh, and, Lowry, at this point, I imagine that you were just, like, passed out. Uh, vice, you, like, made sure to tuck her in and are also, like, getting cozy. Uh, and she'll come up and say, like, a, a deep breather. Is that, like, little bit of a pause? Like, you could tell she is thinking... About what to say, and then says, "I think you played wonderfully. Thanks. I'm
6: not really a musician, but I do my best." Um, and he's gonna pour himself one last, one last glass of mead, um, and he'll like pull out another glass and just sort of like offer to her.
0: She'll nod and take it.
6: All right. Um, he'll just sort of lean there for a second, sipping quietly. Um, and then he says, we're going to do everything we can to get your sister back.
0: And she nods and says, why did you come to this place? Not here specifically. I mean, the Cyclops apparently offered us safe passage here so i can understand wanting to have gotten out of the rain but why if you don't mind me asking did you come to prismere this doesn't exactly seem if i had known what was here i don't think i would have come as willingly as i did so why did you
6: I think I lost my way. I've got a sister too. And I'm trying to find my way back to her.
0: And your sister, what's she like?
6: Kind. Smart as a whip. Doesn't take any shit. She's training to be an alchemist.
0: It's noble. My sister is... brash. She is strong-headed. And always knows the words... that she is going to say the minute they leave her mouth. In a sense... My sister is everything that I am not. Yeah, I
6: kind of feel that way about Cordial too.
0: That's a nice name. Do you ever find it strange? that even though you are the opposite of your sister, that there is a sense of, almost almost a dramatic effect to it. Mummers would describe it as a foil, that there is, well, a sun and a moon.
6: Well, i You kind of watch each other's backs, you know? I'm... Not... The sharpest crayon in the drawer,
0: and... She, like, has a little bit of a smile. Just nods.
6: A lot of the times, she can't be as assertive as she needs to be, so we make up for each other's weaknesses.
0: I understand that.
2: But hey,
6: I haven't seen her in eight years. She probably has figured out how to get along without me.
0: Regardless of if she has learned to live in a world where you are not present... I doubt that there would be a single moment where if you were flying through the air and she was on the other trapeze that she would not reach out to grab for you. As much as my sister infuriated me at times and our personalities didn't particularly line up from time to time, the show must go on. In our performances, our lives were constantly on the line. But we always knew that the other had our back. That their hand would always be there. So knowing that my sister is in danger It feels very difficult, because for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm in the air and my hand is stretched out. And it's not that my sister doesn't want to assist, but I don't know if she will catch me, or if I'll be the one to catch her. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry for bringing down the mood. You no,
6: no, it's okay.
0: It's um, just
6: really resonated. <sighs> we'll um, we'll do everything we can. I know. Hey, um. And I hope that you do. If we do see any paradins, uh, just stick close to me, okay?
0: She nods. And she will finish her glass and then hand it back to you and say thank you. And she then says, I was at the witch light for quite a while. you might say that you're not much of a performer. You played beautifully. And then she'll turn and leave.
2: Just a
6: rush of color to his cheeks. Uh, And then he just kind of clears his throat, finishes his drink, and busies himself with something else.
3: As soon as she leaves, there's a stirring from the corner. Vice is just getting up he has a pipe in his mouth and he's walking towards like the exit if you see any peritons stick close to me sorry i i need a minute
2: Um...
6: (laughs) (laughs) he's just gonna rush (laughs) (laughs)
2: you. okay
0: and then Vice as you go out to smoke. Um are you sticking relatively near the tower? Are you kinda of just like wandering around making sure to keep it in sight?
3: Yeah, he'll keep it in sight. He needs like to get some air. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, it's I mean it's one of those things as well where you have to have like the hand umbrella going on because it's raining unless you go and find like an uh, like a an over uh an overhang somewhere make a survival check uh to determine whether or not you need to do the uh the the cuppy hand and umbrella yeah that's a 12. <laughs> okay a 12. okay
3: if anything he has like his jacket that he's gonna just like have over the pipe take a puff and then you know
2: okay
0: So as you are, like, you go into this slight overhang, you can see that in this structure, in this area that you have found yourself at, when one of the lightning bolts strikes, on a small hill not too far from where you are, there appears to be a large stone chair. That is just sitting on what looks like a precipice that overlooks the vastness of the cloud cover that exists around the uh the outrage of Yon.
3: um yeah you meander over that way
0: okay and when you encounter this throne you can see that it is hewn from a single boulder that it was just like carved and sheared to be this singular seat And you see that it is etched with a variety of astronomical signals or, uh, sigils, symbols. Yeah, that word, symbols.
3: I have a very fun thing as a warlock now.
0: You also see, in Elvish, engraved around the seat of the throne, it reads, I am a traveler from a distant land. My name is Mazikoth, Keeper of Stars. Sit on my throne, disciple. And unravel.
3: So I have eyes of the rune keeper and I can okay. read all writing.
0: Yeah. It helps that it's, it's an Elvish.
3: Cool. Are these like runes on it like ravings of a madman or like
0: They are Make an intelligence check for me, intelligence or arcana? Just because you can read it doesn't mean you can understand it, but understand let's see it, where yeah. that goes.
3: Let us well it's the same check.
0: 19. 19? This looks like... Say you had... A map. That you had the the longitude, latitude for. Now imagine you gave that the y-axis. That goes into that three-dimensional space. Now apply that to a map of... Everything above, the very stars in the sky, suns, moons, galaxies, it looks like the symbols that are written on here are giving a description of a place, a singular place.
3: He's going to lean around the side of the chair and look at the tower, if that's within view. It
0: is not. It is actually, it looks like the chair is facing off into...
3: Oh no, I I imagine you walked to the front of the chair. Gotcha. Leaning to the side. Well, unraveling wouldn't be the worst thing to happen to me. How big is this chair?
0: It is large enough for a, a humanoid sized creature, and as you kind of sit in, it seems kind of. seems to fit rather well. It's kind of nice. All right,
3: mighty stargazer, unravel this disciple.
0: Okay. So, as you stare, you've just taken a nice, uh, a, a good, you know, one for the road from your pipe. You sit down. You know, there's like a little bit of like mist and rain. The, the heavy rains have, have uh, kind of let up at this point, and as you sit after a minute goes by what appears before you is that it looks like the clouds part and you are met with an infinitesimal starry sky and as you stare at this starry sky it looks like the old windows 2000 screensaver where the stars are getting closer to you and the clouds seem to separate and it is like the opening of Thor Ragnarok where Thor is on the chair and all of the lights and the Bifrost is going by and Vice that is you just sitting looking at this as it looks like the entirety of star space of the astral plane of everything that could possibly be found in the area above where you call ground is just shooting past you until, as you are hurtling, that hurtling seems to stop and you feel yourself slightly adrift. And filling your vision is what looks like a sphere. But the sphere is black. It is dark. It is dead. Nothing is glowing from it. Nothing is growing from it. But it seems that... Space and time is warping to try and touch it, but it can't, but it is held in place, this celestial body, and you feel a sensation in the back of your neck, like a droplet of water that has just made contact with the surface and as that rippling seems to kind of fill your body you get a fragment of mazakoth psyche so okay arcana deception history insight intimidation or survival pick one you are now proficient in it
3: oh damn uh i'm gonna become proficient in arcana
0: okay And as you are doing this, now, it is noted, Clout, Vice said something shitty, or, like, made fun of you for having this, like, tender moment, and then he left. About 30 minutes goes by, you still have not seen Vice. 45 minutes goes by, you have not seen Vice. An hour goes by. And you have not seen your party member. Does this concern you at all? Or are you just like, ah, fuck that guy. And like, like it <laughs> over.
6: Well, the first 30 minutes, it's all like, yeah, good riddance. And then like, 45 minutes goes by and it's all like, huh, he must be really scared of me. And then an hour goes by and it's all like, all right, what the fuck's going on? So <laughs> he's going to stick his head out just to like, get, like, just to see if he happens to be nearby or if he's being eaten by something.
0: Yeah, make a survival check. Okay. Or a perception check, I guess, if you're trying to, like, give a good looky. I
6: mean, either one. <clears throat>
0: 19. A 19? Okay. Yeah, you see... You don't see Vice, but you do see from your looky that there is a nice overhang where you know that you would go if you wanted to get out of the rain. And so you kind of, like, tread over towards where that overhang is, and then from there, again, sort of, like, looking around, and you, again, searching around, your eyes fixate on what looks like the back of this sheer face, and you can see that, like, twin horn pattern just, like, poking up over it.
3: There'd be, like, a bit of smoke coming out as well.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure.
3: Hey, dipshit, you actually going to
6: sleep tonight or what?
0: There is no response.
6: Hey, dipshit, I'm talking to you.
0: There is still nothing from that area.
6: Motherfucker. (laughs) He walks up and he, like, comes around the corner and he's all like...
0: You see that Vice's eyes are just fucking, like... Wide, like he's staring into the middle distance, and something in the middle distance has just like revealed itself to him.
6: I and like I can, can I see that this is like some sort of magic fucking chair. He's yeah, like in? The,
0: the like the glyphs on the chair. At this point, the smoke is actually coming from the glyphs,
2: mm, mm-hmm. and it like
0: as you like get your hands near it, it's like the heat is cooling. And as you're, like, looking, like, your face is super close to Vice's, Vice, like, you blink. An hour has gone by in what feels like the span of a minute. And Cloud's face is just, like, right in front of yours.
3: There's just an immediate, ah, what the fuck? (laughs) Hi, you are close, sir. You are smoking. Thank you.
0: No, and literally. <laughs> Vice that reminds me, that reminds you and you look down and your pipe is just like waterlogged at <sighs> this point.
3: Tip the contents out, bang it against the chair. Uh so what brings you out here, good sir? What the fuck was in that pipe? I don't know. I have to talk to my dealer later. Just go to bed.
6: Vaisel nod his head. Just going to leave, like, scratching the back of his head, like, fucking hell. We're in the middle of a strange land, and he's over here getting high.
3: (laughs) Vaisel pat the chair. Move on. Maybe jog up behind Clout. Yeah. So, So you're making promises, huh? That
6: wasn't your conversation to listen to.
3: Well, you were having it in a public space. It was kind of hard not to listen in.
6: You could have made an effort.
3: Next time I shall sit up, look at you, cover my ears, and then lay back down. Maybe next time I push you off the cliff.
6: How about that?
3: I'd like to see you try.
0: Cloud it is taking every inch. Every every single molecule of being to not just lift and there's no respawn though, it won't come back. This isn't a play.
6: I'm gonna do a good boy roll. Oh, I forgot that I've got hardware acceleration on. Or off, whichever one makes the dice chug real hard. Off. It's like watching... It's like watching Clout's single brain cell. A three! Uh-oh. Um, hmm. I'm gonna shove him.
0: Yeah. Make a push attack.
6: 13. You need to, uh... Oppose with acrobatics or athletics. Sure. 25. Hmm.
0: Clout goes to shove you after you say you'd like to see him try.
3: Uh, Vice was gonna spin behind Clout and just, like, grab the back of Clout's shirt so he doesn't stumble off the edge. (laughs) Just, like, windmilling his arms, like,
6: completely, like, 100% would have gone off the edge if he wasn't holding on to his shirt. Mm -hmm.
3: Hey, hey, hey. Dangerous, jackass. Point made. Pull him back. If my teasing is rubbing you the wrong way, I apologize. It's just nice to see you talking to other people, that's all.
6: I doubt you know how to rub anyone the wrong way. Well,
3: but there you... was this half-orc. All right. All right, now. I feel a little weird that you're making those kind of jokes. You don't... <laughs> You don't have a monopoly on dirty jokes. I beg to differ, for good, sir. I am the bad dirty joke dispenser, dealer per- You know what? I should really talk to my dealer about what was in that pipe.
6: Listen, just because I have anger issues doesn't mean I don't have a sense of humor. You
3: realize you have anger issues? You're growing. Oh my Trust
2: god. Trust me,
6: I am the one- most aware of my anger issues. They're saying this as they're walking back into the building.
3: Okay. You, before they get in. I know your sister, by the way. It's going to
6: stiffen a little.
3: Would you like to know how she's doing? Is she all right? Yeah. Uh, Last time I checked, uh, she was paying off her student loans, working off, what was it? Apothecary down on the Trade District. I, I
6: think she'd be good at that yeah <clears throat> i'm uh i'm going to bed
3: yeah good night good
2: night
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds good so Anything else anybody wants to do for the evening, Balhadur, you said that you were doing some training uh, ritual. yes, ritual. Uh, this would have been the the first long rest
4: outside of a private room. so uh, in the apiary, uh, Balhadur pulls out of <clears throat> out of their adventure their backpack uh, a what looks like a key ring, but instead connected to this loop of metal, are small shards of what look like eggshells. Um, they have a variety of colors, uh, and uh,
5: Balhadur thumbs through each one. Yeah. Buffer, bed snapper, radiant, blank biter, chomper, door scraper.
4: And just starts listing off the names of their grandchildren
5: uh and when they finally get to the end you know je scratch it snuggler oh chud good night and
4: Pat and puts the key ring next to where they will lay their head no oh,
0: so cute bowheader is the best of us that's Canon now
3: someone has to be
0: <laughs> okay so the morning will come for us all eventually. And when it does, Lowry, can you make me a con save, please? Nineteen. Nineteen? Lowry? This is beginner's luck. You know, you you remember that like things got a little you remember being really happy. You remember getting back, like, uh, a couple, like, nice back rub, and then there was food! It was great! Like, there's, like, that little bit that's, like, not fully within the memory, which is fine. But, yeah, you wake up feeling great. You had a lot of water, you had a lot of good food. Uh, And the rest of the party, you were able to wake up as well. Gleam is, like, has her small pack ready uh, and is uh, more than happy to begin the long trip to where the Korids are. Uh, She describes this place as Lockbury Hedge. Or Henge, not Hedge.
3: How long is it going to be until we get there?
0: Uh, She says that it is roughly about three miles away. Uh, So... With the landscape and kind of with everything else that uh, you have to traverse in order to get there, it's going to be about a half day's journey, even though it is only three miles. Would it help if, as a ranger, the party is not affected by difficult terrain? Yes, it would only take a couple hours. All right. Rangers! Yeah, (laughs) it would take two hours instead of four.
3: Oh, jeez, all right.
0: Yeah, I mean... Difficult terrain cuts your movement by half, so kind of helps. Divide overall travel time by half. And, like, as you're going, Gleam is, like, very, like, Wow, this is a lot easier now that I'm traveling with a group of people. You'd think that more numbers would hinder you. It hindered her with Amador, but not this time around. And so you end up kind of cresting over this hill... And looking down, you see that atop a boulder-strewn plateau stands a circle of eight megaliths. In the center of this henge, a small checkered game board with some stone stone playing pieces rest on the ground near the dying embers of a campfire. And Gleam mentions that this is where she has been informed that the Korids are but every time that she's come to visit she's never been able to see any
2: hmm.
3: if vice were to wander over to the game board and look down what what are they playing checkers chess dragon chess?
4: uh checkered game board
0: let me check doo, doo, doo. Ah, where it says game board below, and then it's not below, it's on the next page. Thanks. You see that there are two sets of playing pieces, one made of shale and the other of chalk, and they are sculpted in the form of tiny cloven-haired creatures with wild beards and hair. But you can make me an intelligence insight check.
3: Oh, Intelligence Insight.
0: Yes, use Insight, but with your Intelligence modifier instead Interesting. of your That's Wisdom. May I cool. assist Vice in their Vibe
5: check? Yes, you can. Thank you. I'll provide you with the help action. Thank you. Uh natural 20 for a
3: 20.
0: Okay. Vice, you've played a lot of games in your life. Not just with people, not just with dragons. Not just with folks that you meet on the street. Not just with yourself. You've played... like If there is somebody willing to sit down and teach you a rule set, you have played that game before. Fucking nerd. Fucking nerd! He
3: met, he met someone in a
4: bar and taught him about Gwent, and that was all Vice did for a like I
0: mean, a back when you were months. on Ravnica, they had a game that uh, I, I believe was called Illusion the Congregation. Uh, which is a very <laughs> difficult card game to learn, but you were pretty good at it. You know, uh, they had yeah, Friday hopefully. Night Illusions that you would go to on 10th Street every week. It was pretty great. You don't know what a Friday is. That's just what they called it. Uh, Fucking hated
3: because he ran Blue Mill.
0: It was just, it was a whole thing. Like, the Orzhov were always, you felt, cheating. Uh, but, looking was at
6: centaur it. who would play it, and she was always a sore loser.
0: Always. Uh, but you do get the understanding that Slate can beat Chalk in a single move. Well, what is the game? (laughs) It is just some- it- it- you're guessing it's like a chess-style game? It's just described Mm -hmm. as having unique figures of chords made of different varieties on either side. Uh, he's just gonna
3: quip, well, it looks like Chalk is in a very desperate situation. I think there's Uh, a way to get out of it.
5: Do you want to leave a note for whoever is playing this? Uh, Would it be rude to make the move for them?
3: It'd be very rude to make the uh, move for them. This is a private game. I don't think they'd like backseaters. But if anyone is listening, I'd be wary about a particular move.
0: Okay uh and then clout and lowry while the two of them are investigating the game what are you two doing
1: i'd like to cast detect magic
0: okay sounds good so with your detect magic each of these pillars uh shale chalk flint granite slate basalt obsidian and marble are all radiating with a magical glow, but not the entire megalith. It seems like each of these are radiating with that kind of magical essence. Only about two feet up, two to three feet up on each of the pillars. And while you're looking at that and kind of thinking about it, you also notice that the pillar for chalk, and the pillar for slate have what look like sets of cloven hoof prints that go up to these large megaliths.
1: What is the school of magic that I'm seeing?
0: You are assuming that this would be a transmogrification spell. Transmutation. Transmutation, that one. Not the evil wizards. Well, their wizards aren't evil, but they can... Anyways, not the Harry Potter.
1: That one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, and that one all have transmutation magic on them. About two feet up. Oh, and those two have hoofprints by them.
0: And, mm-hmm. vice, is you and uh, vice, you and vice Ballader, as this is explained, you look down and see that the hoofprints are actually coming from the seats by where this game board was. Oh, shit. I think these are doors.
3: Hmm. Little domiciles where the creatures are playing chess with one another. Well, a board game with one another.
5: Good eye, Moon.
1: So they're living in the pieces?
5: Or in the monoliths. Ah, yes. I think they're inside these monoliths, yeah.
6: Transmutation magic, you said. Mm Mm-hmm. Where exactly? There,
1: there, 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 and there.
5: Like the uh, whole thing, or
6: no,
1: just two two feet up.
6: Uh, the first place that she points out there, I'm going to cast dispel magic.
0: <gasps> <That's Okay>. rude. <laughs> so, uh, so the first one that you point to is going to be, I believe, slate. Let me just check on that real quick. yep shale is the first one and shale so as you go and cast this spell uh there is a when you say uh balhader rude there is a (coughs) and you see like a little korrid one of these creatures that in their more jolly dancing form look like These little dudes, <laughs> oh
2: my. you see
0: that one of them is, like, shunted out of the stone. And they, like, land face first on the ground. And uh, the chalk one, you can see that there is, like, a chalky white corid that, like, hops out of their stone. And they are up in arms uh, about this as... Uh. The uh, kale or the uh, chorid inside of the shale uh ends up um, hopeless, kind of coming out uh, and stands up and just,
2: What do you think you're doing of there?
0: What do you think you're doing? That's rather rude. Oh, geez, sorry, I didn't
6: realize that. Sorry.
2: What do you mean you didn't realize
0: this inside of the stone you nincompoop and then all of a sudden you play your little <laughs> banjo and shut me out of there!
5: You do this at
0: every house you go to. Fucking jerk and you do- and he doesn't even finish the game! A game which I'm going to win by the way. And the one covered in chalk was like, well, no, you're not going to win the game if we don't ever get to finish the game. Oh shut you up! I win. That's what I do. Now, what brings you all here? The name's Argantle, Queen Argantle, mind you, and this is my cousin, Jugu.
3: I apologize for intruding, your Majesty. You
0: should have finished the game! That way we would have come back! I could have won! I...
5: I prefer to Believe get consent before I play with other people's shit, and yep. damage their houses. My Maybe house not, isn't I damaged.
0: This was the less rude thing to do. My house isn't damaged. I could do it again if I wanted.
5: Oh, good. I'm I was glad. melding into, into the stone.
0: The you were what now? I was melding into it. Me? Haven't you ever just like gone up to like a bush or a rock and then thought rock thoughts and then like you were able to go inside of it? I was melding.
6: I think I did that with a hay bale once, Rose.
0: Then you were thinking hay thoughts. That's fantastic. Never heard of such magic. And she then uh, says, Before we even get into the thick of it, I've got two words for you. Are you allied with Endolin?
1: That's more than two.
5: Face, and she, like, uh, gives wording. you a
0: stern look, and Juku's just like, you should not correct her on word count. And Gleam pipes up, we were actually going to ask about assistance in dealing with Endelin. And then sort of, like, like, goes back around the group. In the core narrows their eyes. If... <clears throat>
3: It makes any of a difference, uh, we are responsible for taking out two of the three of the... hourglass coven. Two out of three, you say? Endolyn's the last one on our list.
0: Have you got any proof to this pudding you presented me today?
1: Oh, I have this! Um... And it's... Lowry gestures to the floating lily pad that she has, that I keep forgetting exists. <laughs>
0: I'll take that as a yes. Uh,
6: Cloud will take out a handkerchief and smear the makeup off his face. Um a servant
5: again. of uh, Queen Zabilna?
6: To sort of offer up his <laughs> cheek.
0: Fascinating. Wait, it's a mark like that in a long time. We're okay. To bring her back. You helped me win the game. You brought the spoils of war from the others. And you got the Queen's mark on you. This point I like you fine. Vice, Vice, you said you knew how to to make the right move. Oh, yeah. She points. Do it. One more. One play for me. Show me you can win.
3: You got this. Uh, whose turn? Yours or? It was
0: mine. Make the play.
3: Vice lifts up the piece, puts it somewhere. Pressure's on. Don't fuck up.
0: And like, Ah, her and uh, her and uh, uh, his name is Jagu. Her and Jagu (laughs) are looking and as soon as you do, Vice, she uh, just in your Fucking face, Jago! I told you, slay wins every time. And he just, oh motherfuck, and like flips the table over, and she's just like full on laughing. And at this, you can hear like the sounds like as the other like chords are coming out, having melded with their stone, and each one like has a different kind of coloration uh, to them uh with uh basalt being more of like a uh kind of like that bluish uh gray stone um granite being a lighter gray obsidian is jet black And then Malo of Marble actually has what we would consider to be, like, a vitiligo. Like, it looks like they have, like, a marbling of pigment uh, on them as well uh, as they all sort of come out. And they are all just, like, laughing and pointing at Jagu, uh, who is in the process of, like, crushing the game board underneath one of his cloven hooves. And, uh, that, um... Uh, Argantle yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the queen ends up bowing uh, or not bowing necessarily but she says well if it's help that you want it's help you can get. You help me win my game you kill the other hags and they're like you are fine. So what all do you know about Endelin?
3: Exposition
0: what? Uh, uh, eclipses the uh, uh,
5: actors the uh, hostages uh, something about
3: a fool's sta- scepter
5: it's holding on to a star child i'm sorry what star child the 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 twin of the moon <clears throat> all
0: right well there are certain things that maybe we can help at least alleviate on this some information that you might not have we no longer hold large gatherings here it's not something that we do very often anymore mostly because bitter ends meddling and she has instructed her well i instructed to my fellows to sort of like hide out in their rucks. so that way okay she comes with her iron shears again she can't be snipping our hairs trying to take what's ours from us to utilize in her mechanical things
3: she comes here
0: she tries she sends folks here whether they, it's one of those shadows whether it's one of them shadows or i have heard that some of the briganoks have actually participated in stealing away some of my kin that's why we gotta scare them right in the mine the brigand what Briganok is like my my mortal enemy I understand that. And, Balhadur, you can make a history check, if you like. I'm from the Feywild. Alright, history... Fifteen. A fifteen. That would be enough to know what a Braganoc is. A Braganok is a tiny fey creature. They are no larger than the size of a mouse. They have a sort of elongated, uh, whiskery snout that ends in a, uh, like, a little bat nose. Uh, and what's interesting about the, the Breganox uh, is that even though they are just, like, hunched little guys, their soul is actually on the outside of their body uh, that is always no more than 30 feet away from them uh, that they actually use as an additional source of light and balhader oh, yeah. you would know that the briganox look like this
4: why is everything so fucking cute in this book
0: <laughs> <laughs> and again oh, no larger than the
3: size of a mouse uh b r i g g a n o c k okay cool
0: briganox
5: oh i understand what those things are but
0: it's my mortal <laughs> enemy And as uh, she says this, uh, the other cords, uh begin to, like, put their hands over their head and start grinding their teeth. And one actually, like, grabs a handful of rock and just, like, puts it into their mouth and just, like, uh, to try and drown out a noise. And as they stamp their hooves and grind their teeth, you can hear the faint sound of pickaxes tapping on stone that is carried to them on the wind. Queen Argantle runs to a boulder, picks it up, and hurls it a hundred feet in the direction that the noise uh, of the noise. And while she screams, DEATH TO THE briganooks And a peal of thunder accompanies her as she just throws this boulder. I hate them so much!
6: I feel like I understand these people more than anybody we've ever met. <laughs>
1: They do seem like the kind of folk you'd get along with.
2: Well... Look.
0: <clears throat> the briganooks are helping the Bitter End make all of her wicked contraptions, and they also hide and guard the schematic diagrams for new contraptions in their mine. Where is this mine? This mine now. It's about... Uh... It's been getting ever closer as they've continued to work on, but it's about a half mile that way. Right Uh, now, we have some stone statues of our kind outside making like mean mugging faces at them. Just so that way, like, they look out and they're like, oh, that's fucking scary. And they're right to think so because then they go right back into the mine.
3: So, what you're saying is we don't necessarily need to eliminate them, we could scare the ever living shit out of them.
0: Yes! If you can just, like, scare them. Killing them's pretty good, but I understand some people have hang-ups about murder and killing in the Feywild. Oh, no, I
3: don't like if... have said hang-ups. If
0: well, we good, then kill them all. Then an enemy of yours is an enemy of ours. Yeah, just get rid of him. I don't care how you do it. Just, like, off you go, because every time that they mine and they're close to us, it, we can hear it. It's like, have you ever had a board made entirely of chalk that you just drag your fingers down? Oh, yep. It's like that, but every time, it's their little picks just crack, 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 right into my fucking ear. Alright.
3: So, who wants to be on pest control?
5: It sounds like a simple enough task.
3: I can be pretty intimidating.
0: Also, simple task? Possibly. One of our mates, a Galleb deer, was working. Infiltrated the mine. You overheard several of those Briganox. Apparently, they have a secret passage into Motherhorn. If you want to kill Endolin, get rid of the Briganox, the tunnels are yours. I'm already loving this alliance we are drawing here. I like to think so. And if you like to consider it an alliance, here! Spits in their palm, extends out, shake on it! And as the two of them clasp to form this makeshift alliance with the Fae of Stone, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So with that in mind, I'd like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful game of Dungeons and or Dragons, because I couldn't do it without y'all of you coming by. And of course, I couldn't do it without all of these players. Speaking of which, RJ, where can I find you? What do you do? Hey everybody,
3: I'm RJ. You can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the new things in my life, and sometimes stream with my friends. Uh, Of course, you can catch me here Mondays and Sundays, Mondays for our 5e campaign, where I play Kalem, a Shatterkai wizard. Um, Sundays for Witchlight, of course, you know I'm Vice, the Tiefling Rogue Warlock. Um, Coming up next week, we are resuming Nexus Adventures over at the Hype Goblins channel at 10am EST on Sundays. Uh, other than that, Thursdays, over at GGK, where we do Elegant Magics. Uh, it's We swap from Urban Shadows to Monster of the Week, so catch me there. I have yet to select my playbook, but it's going to be fun. Um, Saturdays, we are going weekly now for our Parslings game, which is a deck-building uh, game where we use words instead of dice. <clears throat> also on GGK, I'm playing a person named You. They were literally raised by wolves. <laughs> Uh, other than that, uh, I will be DMing something in the new feature on a very, very lovely channel. So there'll be some announcements going out about that in the future. Check out my Twitter for that. DinekeHinder.com Oh, that means it's me next.
1: Uh, hey everybody, uh, I am Sarah. I have been playing Lowry Moon. You can find me all over the internet as the Hype Goblin doing a whole bunch of TTRPG related stuff. Uh, Both related to this channel, my own, and uh, my YouTube channel, if you'd like to, you know, go check out some of that content. That's a fun time. Uh, Also, recently, I have taken over the role of Desdemona on Tubular Teens with Titans, a audio drama that is kind of a take on the Power Rangers type motif. So uh, go check it out. The episodes are short. They're a lot of fun. And starting with Episode 7, you will hear me as Desdemona. And you will also hear me in the upcoming season, too. TheNakeInner.com.
4: Howdy, everybody. I'm Media Flare. I am a voice actor and streamer. You can find me here on Sundays, of course, and also on Thursdays, where some of us uh, play a Call of Cthulhu game based in the SCP universe. Um, you can also hear me as the journalist Russell Gainsley on Zark Media's Star Citizen uh, News Network. Uh, and there is the possibility that I will be having something new coming up soon. Stay tuned, DanaeKeener.com.
6: DanaeKeener.com. Hi everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. There goes Bram. Uh, You can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. There's a pinned tweet there. You can see my schedule and all the things that I'm up to. So go and check it out, DanaeKeener.com.
0: And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday, Thursday, and Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, at least for now, while I get my schedule fixed. Um, if this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com/slash/indooradventures to check up on all of the vods of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com/slash/indooradventures, you can check up on our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us again at patreon patreon.com slash indoor adventures but for now we are going to be heading out so i'd like to say once again thank you to everybody who decided to stop by thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody
2: bye